Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. The cat's used to it, but Ardell isn't. She got hit with a ball in the face. That's coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. I just sent Derek a text. Uh, I think it was your son that I first saw the trend of the socks being tucked into the oh, pants. Yeah, he's been doing that a while now. Yeah, and then hit the younger generation. So mm-hmm. Liam started doing it. Derek didn't know what to do. He was <laughs> beside himself. Really? He goes, are you okay? The first time he did it, he asked if he was okay. Liam's like, yeah, what's up? And he goes, well, your socks are over your pants. He goes, I go, everyone's wearing them like that. He could not even figure it out. I had to send this text to Derek this morning. I said, he needs to start, our son needs to start wearing shoes to school. No more slides with the snow and cold temps. He looks nuts. Oh, my kid wears moccasins. He's I'll wearing, take moccasins, closed-toed uh, shoes. They are the, well, no, well, they are, but they are the, where a moccasin meets a bathroom slipper, uh-huh. like a house slipper. I'll take that's it. That's what he's been wearing to school. I'm like, you have nine pair of shoes in the entryway, and you're wearing your slippers to school. I didn't even know, I I don't even know what his teachers think. Like, he has, he got new shoes I don't for think Christmas. they care. He has plenty of footwear to choose from at home. Had to have the dudes. Had to have the dudes. Doesn't wear the dudes. I quick and hung up on that stuff. I look at my son and I go, hey, is that your mom's sweatshirt? Well, yeah, yeah, it was clean. <laughs> so he's at the point now with like, I mean, he's busy, right? He's got school. He's got friends. He's got hockey. But he, he now will just put on anything that doesn't stink. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a well, boy or a girl shirt or a mom shirt or a dad's shoes. Yeah. Like I have to go searching for my stuff all the time. My son, my other son was home from college. All the time, he'd have to go into my other son's room and go, hey, is that, that's mine. And he'd go, well, it was in my pile. Well, no, it wasn't, yeah. but you took it anyways. I can't talk about fashion. I have no sense of fashion. Derek's the one in the house that would dress us all if he could. But he has no doll. sense of fashion now anymore either. He's off the grid. Yeah, He's off the grid. If he doesn't know that your son is going to tuck his pants into his socks, then he's off the grid. But that's at, a fashion he doesn't want to know about. At know? one point, your husband rolled his pants or pinned his pants. I know. And I'm telling you, kids nowadays would have looked back at that and he would have got beat up by his own kid. That's what I said. Show Liam a pair of, because his mom bought him at that garage sale, girls jeans. And he didn't know they were girls jeans. Show Liam his school. frosted tips at one point and I see know. if he doesn't get razzed. Maybe the puka shells yeah. would hit him hard. Or the hyper color. So I, I just... The slides I'm having a problem with just because of the logistics. All the socks are wet, then they go on my carpet. The toes of the socks are wet every time he gets into you my car. You would think that... It would bother him. Right, bother enough that you'd want to wear some shoes, yeah. and I'm but like, it doesn't. Your feet stink, man. They smell. You, you have, have no idea. He's only 11. Shoes. The next four years of your life... He's going to smell like a nutsack the rest of his life. That's exactly how a kid smells, It and it doesn't get any better. You're, the only solace you can take in this yeah. is that he's not a hockey player. Because yes. when you take yep. male sweat, young male sweat, and then just put it inside something where it never fully comes out, there are nights where he showers two or three times a day and I, can st- I can't be around his hands yeah. because of the gloves. Maybe, There's- maybe, you know, like how they wake up People that are passed out with the salt, you think it would work if you grab one of them? But they become immune to it now. Like it's 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 part of like when you become nose deaf to your own smell in your house. Yeah, 
That's how he is with hockey now. He doesn't even notice. And he's one of the stinkier ones. Uh-huh. So he doesn't even notice when anybody smells. Yeah. And I don't think that if, if you're a if you're an adult male or even a female, and I don't know, I, like I've gone to girls hockey practices and it doesn't smell as bad as boys do. Mm-hmm. But like if you're an adult male, like you're in your 30s or your 40s, do you still smell that? Like, is that ever go away or is that just permanently in your sinuses and you don't smell it anymore? Like if you work around coal all the time, mm-hmm. you oh, you never notice that smell. I'm sure your body conditions to whatever environment you're in, but my body won't ever condition to those feet. The feet smell. It's bad. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. You Again, you are just entering the zone right now. Yeah. And by the time you guys peak, it's probably going to put your husband <laughs> in the grave. I hate oh, to say it. I can tell you for sure that if it ever comes to the point where my wife Trish and I decide that we're no longer going to be married, then I'll probably just never talk to her again. I'm not a good breaker upper. You um, wouldn't be able to put it aside. Like, well, I what do I always aside. say? I just, Love your kids more than you hate your ex. You couldn't get together as like a family to. Well, I could get together, but I, I won't pursue a conversation with somebody. No, I just, I would just, I'm not going to go out of my way to talk to somebody who doesn't want to be around me or with me anymore after yeah. all these years. So. This seems like something I would never do, but hearing that when people are splitting, that they're actually having their ex write their dating profile, that would break my heart. Who knows you better, and hopefully, it, it, it's really only amicable separations that are doing this. Someone that is sour towards you is not going to write you a rave review on your next dating profile. So your husband decides to leave you, Kat. Yeah. But you're really a good human being, and you want to write... His dating profile. What would something like that look like? I'd probably grab the photo that he has on the website where he's in the alley and he's like reaching at the oh, he's camera. Like he's like, he looks style. fun. Yeah, he looks fun. So I would say, hey, I'm Derek. I love being a homebody, but while I'm there, I do dishes and laundry. I love to make your life easier. I'm a family man and I love to play rollout basketball at the community center with my kid and his friends. My ex-wife, she's real rough. Oh, here we go. And she has an RBF gaze that could kill you, but I'll protect you. DM me for more. Wow. Yeah. See, I painted myself in a bad light. Flattering. I think it is. I think I would would write this for my wife. Hi, I'm Trisha. I'm a smart and sassy lady. Oh, yeah. But I love my dog more than I'll ever love you, so don't even try to be number one. (laughs) I'm never wrong. No, you are. No, I'm never wrong. No, you are. No, I'm never wrong. No, you are. I'm a hard worker, but heads up, I can't even pair my AirPods to my phone, so I'm going to need you a little bit sometimes. <laughs> That's it? DM me for more? That's it. Okay. H-M-U. What does that mean? Hit me up. Oh, I'm so lame. How did you I not know lame. that? Uh, if you had to write a profile for your current person in your life, but they're not going to be for long... Like Steve, what would uh, what would it say? What would your you know current profile, like the the dating profile for your wife, say? Oh, you know, I love to go to Target. I love seeing my kids. We do crafts, but really, I just put them in front of the TV. Uh-huh. Love, they love Bluey. Going to brunch on the weekends, Saturday, Sunday, both days. You're gonna have to pick me up. Wow, stuff like that. You're not yeah. painting her in the best light, sir. I, you know, I feel that honesty is key when dating my wife. <laughs> A Massachusetts woman is accused of trying to poison her husband. This is like my shows I watch, Wives with Knives and stuff like that. Oh, my wives gosh. With and knives. that's, that's why show. they. Yeah. Jesus. And then that's. I like to have it on when Derek gets home from work. And then I quickly. 
switch it off as he walks up the stairs. Oh, I didn't know you were home. I didn't hear you. Um, but she's accused of trying to poison her husband after a scammer pretending to be a soap opera star from the bold and the beautiful told her to. So he messaged her and said, and it wasn't him, obviously. It was a scammer. Um, hey, baby. You got to get rid of your husband so we can be together. And this old lady's like, oh, yeah, let's do this. This is our neighbor, by the like way. Like a lifetime movie. Yeah. When I saw the picture, I was like, oh, my gosh, Ridge from Bold and Beautiful. I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I reading right now? This cannot be real. What did she use? You know, was it rat poisoning? Was, you know, gosh, it's like scary. Oh, my That's God. That's wild. And so. they did change the taste of antifreeze. You know that? Because... People were using it to poison their husbands and their Jesus, Gatorade. You guys, well, just you get a need divorce. To hydrate. Just get a divorce. <laughs> Sometimes even guys are the worst during divorce. So, yeah, so how you feeling today? I'm doing good. How about you? Good, good. Thank you for asking. Uh, new work, a uh, new adventure for you is going on, like right now. Uh, yeah, um, I'm going to be starting um, going towards virtual assistant. And I'm just kind of wondering if it's going to work out, if it's going to pan out, if I'm going to put a lot of money into something that is going to do nothing for me. Um, so, like, when you say going to work out, going to pan out, are you, are you talking more finance or are you talking more like you're going to be happy with your job? Because they don't always go hand in hand. And what is your job? I'm curious. What's She's a virtual a vir- assistant. But for what? Like, that could mean anything. So you do like it, it's kind of a wide range. Um, you work for different companies, um, but you do it like at the comfort of like your own home. You don't have to go like into an office. Okay. Um, so I'm looking more for financially, um, if you know, to also if it's going to be something I enjoy. I guess. All right. Well, let's start with finance, Kim. You see this uh, being a lucrative business for? It's better, <laughs> better than where you've been at. Um, I do feel like you can get your caught up too much so I hear boundaries as to work hours boundaries um, in the beginning I feel like I'm struggling a little bit to work um, not stay on task but almost create too much work for myself or it takes me too much longer to do something so then the money is like oh man I just spent five hours on something that could have took me three or I'm only getting paid for three hours and it took me five hours so like that's kind of in the beginning um they said that will change by the end they said I see it streamlined and I see literally like laughing joking you're going and stuff done super fast and so there's something to do with hourly I don't know it's not like you clock in it almost feels like a salary type position, but yet it's not salary. It's very interesting. So, like, say it is a three-hour job, you get it done in one hour. You're like, sweet, I just banked money. They're like, that's what you have to look at. And cool. it's you enjoying it, but there's times where you get kind of frustrated. But that's with every job. Just kind of beware of efficiency then, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. Does that help? Yeah, that helps a lot. Thank you. Go get that money. Have a great day, Nissa. Thanks for checking in. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm good, JJ. How are you? Great. Thanks for calling the show. I'm good. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> cats over here, too, eating cucumbers and stuff like that. Uh, so, uh, what's, uh, what's on your mind, Mark? What do you want to talk to Psychic Kim about? Yeah, first time, long time. I'll be honest, Tiff, this is more of my partner's realm. Um, but she's a total empath and lost her mother almost two years ago. And she's just been in a real funk, and I need to know, want to know, what I can be doing to help her get through this, not necessarily over it, because it was her, her mother. Yeah. But, uh, That's so nice. Yeah, this is honorable. Yeah. And the way you said that, too, how to help her get through this, 
uh, not just like say, oh, get over it. You know, it's been this long. Well, so what are you seeing here, Kim? Um, first, I want to applaud you for coming on here and saying this because I feel like a lot of men out there need to hear this. Who oh, I just want to cry. Um, I, and I have a know good how that they could support. Yeah. Um, so second thing is I hear just talk. Let her talk through her things. Just sometimes she just needs to hug. Um, you don't have to say a single thing. Sometimes she just needs to feel um, the presence. You can, oh, interesting. Think about her mom. Just think about how her mom made you feel um, and just give her a hug. You don't need to say, hey, your mom made me feel like this. Don't say a word. Just send that feeling to her. She's an empath. She's going to get it. She's going to feel that that warmth, that comfort from her mom's love through you. Um, And then I hear just talk. Um, Say, well, tell me how you're feeling. Uh, She may not know how she is feeling and how to express it out. That's okay. He said, just let her on her own terms. They said she's never going to completely be okay. They said they're like they're like best friends. So yeah. you, there's no, there's nothing that can replace that. Um, and I hear just listen. Morning, Sam. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling the show. Now, how long ago was it that your friend passed away? Um, she passed away in 2016. Okay. Okay. So what are you hoping to ask Psychic Kim this morning? Oh, um, this... I'm just kind of wondering if she's around. Um, and I actually, after she passed, I got really close with her mom. Um, and her mom just recently passed no. this past year. So just kind of wondering she, if they're hanging out. Overall, you're just kind of wondering if they're okay. Yeah. Yeah, Kim, are you connecting here? Kim? Is the button pushed in? Kim? Yeah, all the buttons are pushed in. Um, Psychic Kim? Her Bluetooth dropped a bit. Oh, oh, okay, Kim was in a bad spot. We couldn't hear any of that. If you could repeat that, that'd be great. I'm sure you're just kind of in a dead spot. (laughs) Dang it. Uh, Living out in the country is great. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so she had a a best friend that passed away. Did you hear all that? Yeah. Okay, all right, go ahead. What I I started hearing was a fun song, and I could hear feel just like I was careless like this is I'm good with (laughs) I hear lots of laughter like she's having fun she doesn't care what anybody thinks what anybody says like this is just who I am like accept me for who I am that's the feeling I'm getting off of her and then I feel like I want to just throw my hands up and like just dance around like la 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 like I I don't care what anybody thinks like that's that's the feeling she she shows me on earth she cared too much she was too much of a care person. She was too much like of thinking whatever everybody else thought or trying to appease other people. I see like I'm going to different either doctors or therapists or something like that. And it's just like, I don't, you know what? I don't, I didn't even care. Like people can say something and she's like, I cared too much then. And now I don't care. She's like, you, she's like the freedom is amazing. So she's like, I want you, Sam, to understand, to do you stop following she's like tell my oh, oh, oh tell my tell my friends something about a purple flower 
it's not a rose, but I feel like there, it almost looks like a rose when it opens up. Um, and I keep hearing a purple flower. You so, reacted to that. Like, Why did you react to that? Um, well, so she used to make like these wire rock trees with like gems and stuff on them. Okay. Um, okay. And I actually, her husband gifted me one um, after she passed and oh. it has a, like all the purple gems on it. And I actually got a tattoo of it on my arm. Jeez. Oh, look at that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that that makes sense. Cause I'm like, I feel like something's opening up. I'm like, it's not, it looks like a flower, but yet it's not, you know, uh, that's super cool. Yeah. She's, she's just like, I, you know what? I hear stop caring. <laughs> she's just mm-hmm. like, life's too short. Stop caring. She's pointing at you. I don't care. Just do, do you. All right, that's a direct order. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Sam, thanks for calling yeah. the show. I hope you have a great morning. Hope that offered you a little bit of solace. We move on to Jolie. Good morning, Jolie. How are you? Good. Good. Now, Jolie, when we uh, were kind of screening your call and asking what you want to call about so we can get Psychic Kim ready for this, uh, you used some uh, language that we're not going to use on the radio moving forward. So yeah, uh, five years ago, you said you kind of you had a breakup and it kind of rocked you, huh? Well, yeah, I met a guy, and honestly, it was like for the. <clears throat> I really loved him, and oh. I thought it was going to spend my life with him, and it broke up very badly. And we've we've stayed in contact, but he's just in a very bad situation, and I just can't seem to let go of him. And I just want to, and I just feel like I want to move on with life and be happy, and I just feel like I'm in this rut. And I don't know if it's me or if it's something, you know, like fate or, you know, that fun stuff. Yeah. So but, what, are, what are you hoping for to, f- to find out just from Psychic Kim, like if you're going to be able to move on or if you should pursue this a little bit more? Is that kind of what you're hoping for? Yeah. I mean, I guess I, yeah, honestly, I just want to know if, you know, I mean, is it what I feel it's supposed to be and I'm supposed to try harder or if I'm just supposed to let it go. All right, Kim, uh, forget this guy or pursue it. Uh, let him go. Oh. Let him go. Oh. Sorry, I was yawning. Um, I know, we're so excited. Thanks. <laughs> People don't know that that's no. how she does her readings. She yes. literally yawns through all of her readings and in person it's a, it's a bit trippy. But that's alright, you gotta do what you gotta yes. do. last two days, man. Yep. <laughs> no, she, yeah, she's gotta, she's gotta let him go and she's you have to move on. Um, stop letting the past control you, dictate your decisions. Um, so start off fresh, start off new. Um, I feel like I want to go in and go get my hair done. I want to get my nails done. I just want to, like, um, like go to the spa and be pampered. And they're like, walk out like a fresh, brand new person and own your body, own you, and be like, I am worthy to receive love. That that's your biggest message is you need to learn how to actually receive love for you again instead of expecting somebody else to give it to you. There's a lot of truth to out of sight, out of mind. How much contact do you have with him or do you creep on his Facebook, maybe unfriend him? I, it's basically just like, I mean, I don't per se talk to him physically. I just kind of, you know, like you said, I do the creepy, stocky internet stuff, oh. you know. First steps of meeting, uh, I guess. Or we have mutual friends. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Okay. He's just not in a good place, so I worry, you I know. know. And that's okay to do. I mean, to be concerned for somebody is, is very, very natural. But uh, if you want yourself to be happy, it sounds like you got to move on here. 
Yeah, that was the answer. Well, yeah. good luck with that. All everything. right, so hopefully we got some reassurance on this. Thanks, Julie. Hope you have a great morning. Got time for one more this round. We still have room, and Psychic Kim's going to be here for like another 10 minutes. So if you want to call and get in line, uh, now is the time to do that. Sandy, uh, what would you like to ask Psychic Kim this morning? Um, so, you know, I kind of feel like I failed as a mom with my oldest child. And I guess I need to know, am I installing my two younger ones with the best version of themselves that they can be? Am I teaching them? Am I being the best mom teaching them? I guess I don't know how to word it. Okay. Um, first off, I'm going to say you are always going to criticize yourself. Um, they said stop looking at other people and what other people do for their kids or what they don't do or anything like that. They said this all comes down to your own self-worthiness and your self um, self-belief. So if you are inside of yourself actually believing in your belief systems and you're trusting yourself, you're believing, you're basically believing in yourself, um, and you know you're worthy, that will transpire into your kids. If you are worried about that or if you're overthinking it, they said you have to look at, again, yourself. Um, okay, here's the other thing I heard. Your kids are a direct reflection off of you. So if you're looking at your kids and you're questioning things, that means you're questioning yourself. That's your, your opportunity to change things. There is no right or wrong. Um, well, there is, but in the grand scheme of things, there's no right or wrong in the way that we raise our children. Um, obviously, we don't want them to hurt other people. There is there is right and wrong there. But in the grand scheme of things, you're, you're not... Raising them to be respectable. Are they being... You are. are respectable. Are... Um, well, it depends on the person's eyes and their perception. You know, they can be goofing off in Target, and you know that that's a normal kid, where somebody can look at them and be like, oh, they're disrespectful. So, like, it's all in perception. Okay. So, if you if you know that they will, I mean, if I somebody's hurt. Good, but <laughs> yeah. Right, no, so. you are doing everything right. You just need to look at yourself and be like, no, I am. I am okay. Like, my kids are great. I love my kids for who they are. I'm going to provide them the emotional support, talk through things with them. They said the more you talk through things, the better it's going to be, the more that they will understand. All right. You're That's doing family. good. Your oldest, your oldest child is just fine. You need to realize that. We all have our own soul's agendas, too. So as much... You can literally... Be the best parent to do every single thing by the book, and the child can choose to do something completely different. That's not on you. We got five thousand dollars cash for you during the live show Friday morning on KCLD. Got to be here about seven twenty Central Time to get five thousand dollars Friday morning. Right now, let's get you back into the podcast. Bingo! How fun! Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo! Bingo! What bingo? Bingo! Bingo! All right, here's how listener bingo works. Uh, I put the phones on hold real quick, so don't call yet. You have to hear what we're both looking for. So, for instance, this morning, Kat is hoping that the first call we take here is somebody listening who... Who has had a bad run-in with a delivery driver. So let me break this down for you. So there was a, a door dasher, and she had wrote this really nasty note because she saw on the app that she wasn't left a tip. Sometimes people still like that it's called cash. Mm. A lot of people don't know what it looks like anymore because everything has to be digital. But um, she was about to get a cash tip. And guess what happened? Hello. 
ignore it. You keep that. Why? Because I didn't see a tip on the app, and I put a little card in there. So please keep uh, that. I'm sorry. No, I just had cash. Please. It's okay. It's okay, because it's okay. Thank you. Have a good night. So she put a nasty note in the bag. The note said, lucky for you, I didn't bother the food, but next time consider tipping your driver, which is a straight out threat that I'm going to mess with your food, what goes into your body and your family's body if you don't tip me right. That's disgusting. Who are these people, these unbalanced strangers that we're trusting with our food? That's crazy. But you've had a a tip. I think you know the rules, though, now. Put on a digital tip, or can you can make a note in there. People cash, are nuts. You can make a note, cash tip on the way. It's illegal. You cannot mess with people's food. Well, Something people, going in someone's body, you cannot mess new, with, you'll go to jail. This is new. Cooks have been spitting in your food for 500 years. They've been I, doing this. Then don't door dash. Don't mm-hmm. door dash. People are going to jip you. So you're looking for anyone listening who? Who has had a bad run-in with a delivery driver. Okay, I'm looking for anyone listening who has been Hurt as a spectator at a sporting event. Ooh, okay. uh, so uh, a guy that I used to work with, his son uh, plays in this. Uh, it's it's like a, a collegiate, intercollegiate baseball league. Anyways, his wife got hit with a foul ball yesterday. I saw Worst it on nightmare. Instagram. She wasn't paying attention. She was looking at her Kindle because her son wasn't in the field uh-huh. and they were down the right field line. Guy hooks a foul ball. And this is in South Carolina. Caught her right in the neck. What spectator watches the entire game? You know, I guess I, guess I do. No, like, you don't. You never, ever look at your phone while uh, you're at a game. No, I don't. I'll think never so. see you look at your phone Probably ever not, at a game. Ever. Ever. Probably not. <laughs> like, if, I mean, if they're cleaning the ice. I'll oh. look at my phone, but not during the game. I really think you're lying. No, I really don't. Never I'm, I'm there to watch. Down at your phone. Anyway, so I want to know, are you anyone listening who has, oh, and there was the thing about, I saw this thing about um, uh, this like ex-adult star mm-hmm. who got hit with a hockey puck at, I think, a Blackhawks game, and it burst her boob. Well. She had implants, and it burst it. Like, she could have died. It hit her in the chest like a flying puck. Imagine that. Like, you don't expect that. So I'm looking for anyone listening who was injured as a spectator. Ardell, you're first through. Who's going to get the bingo here, Kat or myself? Oh, JJ, totally you. Oh, wow. Excited to hear about your injury. Oh, my gosh. It was um, about, oh, my daughter was a senior in high school, and we were at a tennis tournament. She was really, really good, so she made it. And there, it was so overfull, so they put chairs down on the sidelines. Okay, I was one of those. And all of a sudden, this ball just gets whipped right at us in the audience. Oh, and, of course, me, lucky me, got it right in the jaw. So I laughed it off. They gave me an ice bag. And I thought, oh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm good. Just give me an ice pack and get the t- attention off of me, right? Yeah. Well, then about two, three weeks later, my jaw was just not going down. The swelling was really bad. So I go to the dentist, and it turns out I got a cracked tooth on the bottom of the, of the job. So I, it was over $1,000 to fix that tooth. Well, then it gets better. So then about a year later, um, at the tooth next to it, I had to get a root canal, and the dentist goes, that is so weird. 
He said, I think it was due to that injury you had from your cracked tooth. Well, then, it gets better than that. Then years (laughs) later, I ended up getting um, dentures on the bottom because of all the teeth just getting, like, shifted and stuff. So, yeah, it was a very costly tennis (laughs) tournament. (laughs) Ardell, I could listen to you tell a story like that every day. (laughs) You are very entertaining. You've told this story more than once, haven't you? (laughs) You know what? I think I blacked it out. Many times. I was at my boyfriend's basketball game when I was a, I was a freshman. He was a junior. And I remember like I had his uh, sweatshirt on. I was so cute, ready to cheer him on, caught a basketball to the side of my face Jesus. and had to work off the oh. cry. You know, that face where you're just like, don't cry. Yep. You're in public. Don't yep. do this. And he was like yep. laughing. Yep. The attention off. Yep. Yeah. That's I, a horrible feeling. Uh, Ardell, this is a great story. So again, just so that I fully understand it, you just, you didn't hit a tennis racket to the face. A it was ball. a tennis ball hit your jaw. It was a ball. And that girl swung it so hard. You guys, yeah. I, think she could have taken out five of us literally i mean i really it really hit hard what a dangerous place to sit well i'm just thinking a tennis <laughs> yeah, ball no can't kidding. do that much damage right like i would get if this was a baseball to the jaw the velocity right? though you right? never know but yeah, because of this tennis was- ball you had basically lost all your teeth on the bottom row oh, okay. uh yep on the bottom row over the years yep oh yep God. and it um yeah very costly and um yep that was a very and you know what the sad part was <laughs> what? our team didn't even win the tournament oh so. no no Everybody knows that this is kind of the week, or at least for sure the season, where everybody's going to get a touch of the flu. Now, uh, I am a believer in the flu vaccine. Uh, I got it. It shortened my time of like being miserable down to about a day. I have this like lingering cough. It's something respiratory with me where I, I, you know what's the worst is when I'm trying to rest. And you hear that just like there's like one itty bitty tinkle of rattle Mm -hmm. and then you have to cough it up. But every time I cough, like something comes up. And so I was like, all right, anybody got good home remedies that we should be discussing right now? And as soon as I brought it up to Kat, she's like, you've got to hear what my mom (laughs) suggested uh, goes on with my niece. Okay, so my niece, Ophelia, she had a really bad fever not too long ago. And my brother and my sister-in-law take her down to children's. They're like, we don't know what's going on. So we're going to try to do everything we can to make her feel comfortable. My mom writes in the group text, you guys, duh, put some onion in her sock and put her Uh, to bed. This is the biggest bunch of crap ever. I don't know what's happening with my mom. Your husband was into this for a long time, wasn't he? Like uh, detoxing through his feet? Yeah. Oh, you still believe in this? No, I mean, okay, so we get foot... Uh, detox when we go down to my mother-in-law's and the water, the ions, like it, the water turns to mud. It's crazy. It takes all the toxins out of your foot or out of your feet and it goes into the water and you really do. You feel a little bit better. You feel more balanced. There's something to it, but I wouldn't pick that over NyQuil. I would, I've always turned to modern medicine for my child. I will never like, oh, I'm just going to put some essential oils all over his body and then do a cross over his body and hope that God willing the fever is gone in the morning. No, because if you're an adult and you take medicine, but you're not allowing your kid to ease the pain a little bit faster like you do. I don't think that's right. It's weird. So she said, put onions in your so- in her socks and she'll feel better. You guys. that's a, And you can hear her say that through the text. You guys. Why are you so stupid? Just put onion in her sock and put her to bed. I'm like, woman. You pumped us full of NyQuil if we were sick, so. I remember my mom and dad telling me stories about 
when I was a baby having the teething pains Mm -hmm. and my grandmother would legitimately dip her finger in a bottle of brandy and rub it all over our gums. And I'm like, (laughs) well, that makes sense the way I am right now. (laughs) I was drunk for the first three years of my life as I was teething. So I thought anybody else have like a great home remedy for the cold or the flu? I'd love to hear yours real quick. Just peppers. Carolina Reaper. Are you kidding me? Jalapenos. And you blend it up and make it like a drink, and then you drink it. No. Oh, my God. I mean, that stuff is hot, Uh, especially the Carolina Reaper and the ghost pepper. (laughs) Right. It'll just clear your nostrils right I I get that, and I appreciate your thoughts, but I'm not going to blend up a bunch of peppers. I won't do that. That Uh, sounds like it's going to be a bad next two days then, right? I don't, yeah. I think doctors have warned against Carolina Reaper peppers because it will take your breath away and then that could go into the wrong part of your lung so don't do those dude what you got i take the orange peels i would like to boil them in water add a pinch of salt in it and drink it like soup really somewhat bearable uh some sour and bitter taste but with that pinch of salt that taste gets better no i i that sounds like a home remedy that has been handed down generation to generation. It works. There's a reason why it's handed down like that, because it cures people. Now, I was a big believer for many years. And I think when you're when you're a young man and you're so pumped full of testosterone, like I didn't get sick. I didn't miss one single day of school yeah. until I was a sophomore and I got mono. And then I missed like three That's weeks. That's a kissing disease. It probably wasn't I know from you kissing. kissing. Trust me, that I mean, <laughs> it wasn't from that. But then, like, I dropped like twenty two pounds. Wow! And I was sick. And after that, I don't think I got sick again until I was in my thirties. You know, I think modern medicine is the route to go. But then you do these cutesy little things your grandma did for you to make you feel better while the medicine is kicking in. Sure. So why not double up on it? I'm not saying like home remedies will never work, but I double up. Um, I've told you and I've we've talked about this before. My gym locker room on certain days smells like an Afro man concert. Okay. There uh, I cannot believe how many people, and I've started to ask people when I get this enormous whiff yeah. of marijuana from them, if they're smoking up before they work out. And I would bet that when I go to the gym, and this is usually like the noon hour-ish time, mm-hmm. I would bet 30% of the dudes smoke up before they work out. Okay. Does that seem just... Uh, Odd to you? Um, uh, I think it's better than maybe having a cigarette. Uh, okay. But, I mean. The more I've read into it and looked into it, people say that when they smoke weed before they work out, they're a little bit more dialed in. They think they have a better mind and muscle connection. All right, so they feel the they're muscles. they're high. They're feeling it all. That's, so, But that's a high thing to say. They're not making any sense. Here's here's where I'm having a little bit of a problem. Like, I, I guess I wouldn't mind, like, trying it to see. I've never tried it. But I think where I, th- I think I would like it. And therefore, that means I'm smoking weed every day. And yeah. that seems like not 
the best choice for me. The thing is, when I think of somebody going to the gym, your mindset is I want to do everything I possibly can that's good for my body. You know, you're there to improve your body, your well-being. Where if you hotbox it in the car with some weed, that I feel is a step backwards. I don't know. I feel like I I get hyped up with a pre-workout and I can... I can get a little bit more intense. I get this great sweat going. My heart rate gets up. I feel like I'm pushing blood into the muscle. I just, and I know that when we talked about this last time, we had so many people that either called or texted or hit us with a message saying, I smoke up or I take a gummy before I work out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm afraid to try it because I think I'm going to love it. But think of why you haven't tried it thus far. Well, because mostly because it's, it's, not it's, been a priority. Il- it's been illegal up until a little while ago. I mean... <sighs> Okay, Nobody but, has but, cared. But now you can literally walk into a store, grab a bag of gummies, and take half of one and then work out, right? Catch that buzz and then work out, and it should work itself off by the time you end up getting If you haven't thought about it until now, why do it? Who cares? Why wouldn't you just do your protein okay, well, and do your workout? It's the, sa- it's the same as everything else. Eventually, somebody's doing something that works better than the way you're doing it, so you explore that option, mm. right? I mean, it's the same thing. You, but it's not an appetite suppressant like a cigarette. You're hungry. Right. You get the munchies. So it's like, I don't know. Those See, people, I, I think, I are just, they just are, they like weed. That's never a thing for me, like, is I don't get the munchies, but I just like, it It smells like Afro Man was there. Yeah. I, when I walk in the locker room, so that's I, that's literally all I think about is I'm changing. Like, oh, my God, who's, why should I, why am I not smoking weed before I work out? Because yeah. everybody else seems like they're doing it. I just. It, you don't have to be like everybody else. I know, but I kind of want to fit in once for my life. It won't ever, you're going to be, everyone's going to call you a poser. you going to be like, are, this guy's only doing it because we're doing be it. all my new friends. Okay. Yeah, they sound like fun friends. I think they do sound like fun friends. It's, you still wouldn't talk to them at the gym. I would. I'd start having great in-depth conversations <laughs> with people. I'd Annoying. be there four hours a day if I decided to smoke oh up. But are you somebody, and I just wanted to take another quick poll, are you somebody that hits it real quick before you get in there? And is it better for you, or have you tried it and you didn't like it? It just, it's... You're the king of research. Why are you asking our texting people? Well, mostly because I think there's a lot of people that work out early with our show. So I think there's a lot of people that probably... Hit a quick puff. They go in and they work out. Make them an expert. Do some research. Is weed going to enhance my workout routine? Am I going to love it? Is it good for me? The more I read online, the more people are doing it, and it would indicate that you should at least give it a shot. Well, if it's online, I think that's a great idea. Then, well, then I'm doing it. Are there rules at where you work out? As far as Uh, not being under the influence. No, I don't think anybody cares. While using our equipment, I'm sure you signed something. Yeah, I'm sure they don't want you, like, stoned. I don't think, and I haven't noticed, like, people just, you know, staring at the TV going, whoa. Like, it's not like they have it in the movies. I think people are just taking the edge off. Yeah. And making a connection. You do have a lot of pain, and it does say they found that pain management relief, improving focus and relaxation when it comes to enjoyment of your physical activity. So that can go for anything, if you know what I mean, so... I don't know. It might be worth like half a gummy and just trying it out. Have fun. I'll let you guys know. Uh, please, please do. I will be waiting. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.